BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Today, we have a very beautiful, stunning, special guest, Miss Indy Blue. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back, should we say. How long How long has it been? Hold on. How old is Seven? He's two. So it's been three, three years, years. Mm-hmm. at least since you've been on the podcast. I was thinking about it today. It's crazy because, oh man, I'm going to start another fight. Oh no. Jackson. <laughs> so me going on your guys' podcast was an integral, integral part of our journey. You and Jackson's? Yeah. And really? Sevens. Oh. So pat yourselves on the back for that. Really? Wait, please. Story no has details. it. Last time I did your guys' podcast, do you remember? It was like, I remember you guys asked me about Jackson because I had, I had just recently done a soft launch of him on my Instagram because uh-huh. we were both living in LA and you guys asked me about it. Are you about to say what I think you're about to say? What? That you conceived seven right before you. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, wow, (laughs) we did it, guys. It it is because of the What We Said podcast. No, you guys like broke us up. Oh, Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, it's much worse. Well, I'm I'm laughing because now you're back together. So it's you guys. So we you guys asked me about if we were back together, like what? And I was I talked about it and I really hadn't talked about it. So in my in my opinion, I thought I was like giving a lot. And I rem- I think I said, you know, we're, we're not together together, but we're just, you know, we're figuring things out. We're just like having a good time, which was true. And then that night when I saw him, he, I was like, I talked about you. He was like, what did you say? <laughs> oh, and no. I told him and he was like, you didn't tell him we were together. And I was like, oh. well, we're like not. And it just, it, th- it started a classic fight. Oh, no. And oh. we literally broke up. <laughs> And I didn't Seven see him. possibly actually could not have ex- like maybe would not have existed. But it was necessary because maybe we would have broken you up and then there would be We no didn't seven. see each other for probably like six months. Like oh. seriously. I'm not kidding. We literally got in a fight that night and we broke up. I'm screaming. Yeah. I the only reason this is yeah funny is because We're you're back now. and you're in yeah. love and you're yeah, engaged. Yeah. So it's, everything's perfect. But no, I think about that all the time. <laughs> and then like the what we said podcast, like that it was the, the root of the fight. Was that I didn't <gasps> really like say that we were together which started the fight of like why we like what are we yeah oh Mm. my gosh yeah so but think about how far we've all come yeah i know seriously wow we've gone through a whole pandemic as well yeah it's been a minute it's been a minute like who was that indie blue before so different. So <laughs> you feel different. like you're such a different person yeah. from that first. Yeah, one thousand percent. And crazy. being a mom makes me like yeah. don't you feel like oh, a yeah. new 
a new you new woman yeah and you have a new chin yeah <laughs> thank you, you thank you for including me <laughs> <laughs> gave birth to the new jawline Literally. this year 2022 Seriously. well no not to be that <laughs> not to be that girl but when i got my nose job that was like a different me oh 100 percent. i, I was like just... life before nose job and life after nose job yeah. bc yeah. before chin <laughs> literally AC me right now <laughs> i feel that 100 i feel i was just saying today at brunch i was like no i am a different person like it's weird because while it's such a subtle change to other people to me it genuinely changed my life mm-hmm. and in youtube videos i was saying people have been commenting recently and they'll be like i've been loving your youtube videos they just seem so authentic lately and so real and i was like it's literally because i'm not self-conscious of certain angles of my face anymore so i'm so much more just relaxed relaxed yeah. i'm not as like tense or trying any angle yeah filming from any angle not as trying to um yeah be only seen from a certain angle which i feel like just can maybe come across as yeah it makes like you I'm in tense. your head yeah so you're literally more present yeah so the i was like makes you more present. the plastic surgery made me who i am today and we love that for such a low cost <laughs> truly for your entire confidence yeah do you love that you got a nose job oh yeah like one of the, your best decisions yeah or do you have anything that you're like dang it kind of screwed up this no 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 just <laughs> you best. know how bella hadid just um came owned up said. to it mm-hmm. she said something like how she regretted it because you know she regrets getting rid of like the nose of her ancestors mm. and when she said that i was like oh shit <laughs> And then I was like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> My ancestors are dead. Like they want me to be hot. Yeah. Like they, they don't care. Yeah. Also, I feel that like Bella so Hadid funny. was, wasn't she 14 when she got it? 14. What? I'm pretty sure. That's insane. So I feel like it would maybe make sense that she would be regretful. But when you're in your twenties and you're yeah. just like, I know that I want yeah. this done. Like no one's going to tell yeah. me anything. She didn't even have a chance to accept it or not. It was just like, oh, maybe I would have accepted it. Maybe I wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing but regret from her. I can't picture her before, really. Really? Remember? Because you tell me I look like her all the time. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Bella Hadid before the plastic surgery. Rad. <laughs> I did say, but I'm saying I can't, I guess what I'm trying to say is I can't picture her with her face now if she had, like, I can't yeah, picture her grown yeah. up with her old nose. Because mm-hmm. she just, you know how people just kind of grow into their features a lot yes, of times? true. So, anyway, that's all I was trying to say. Yeah. Um... We just got done speaking at the Social Icon Conference, which we were all at. It was super fun. And Andy was the icon of the whole conference. I was the host. It was so random. Like, I I don't know why they asked me to do it. And I don't know why I said yes. Have you ever done, like, a hosting thing before? Public speaking? Have you done public speaking before? Um... Honestly, no. Like on a stage? I loved to give talks in church. Mm. So this was like just dusting off. Like <laughs> I was dusting off the old mic. Yeah, it was it was great to be back on, so a, fun. on a pulpit. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the opposite Preaching. where I feel like I was always terrified to give talks at church. Mm-hmm. And after we talked on stage, I was telling Chelsea, I was like, why did I love that? Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's just because it's been so long since we've yeah. done anything It was like a cool it. stage too. Yeah. Like it was a really cool setup. Cool no, theater. it was really cool theater. I think that helps a lot. Yeah. When you feel like, oh, I'm performing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I always love coming to Utah and seeing like there are so many. I, I start to realize when I get here, there's so many people that I want to see or that I'm internet friends with or something. Yeah. And so it's just so fun because I feel like even last night we were walking to uh, Beth's hotel room to like eat food. And I just ran into like two girls that I know from social media just walking down the hall. And I was really? like, it's kind of fun. I like, know. Anyway. It is so fun. 
Speaking of Utah, you live here. <laughs> nice. Do you, there's, I feel like sometimes making we, connection. Yeah. I'm making a nice, real smooth connection. <laughs> do you feel like Utah gets a bad rap or do you feel like it gets the rap it deserves? Like, obviously you live here, you bought a house here. You obviously love it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I love Utah. Yeah. I have mixed feelings for sure. I, I mean, Utah is having like a moment on TikTok. Everyone. They're fascinated. And I've. I've been waiting for this waiting. I mean, I was approached to do a TV show when I was a senior in high school about being a Mormon in high school, like that, mm-hmm. like that type of life. And the producers were just like shocked. I took them to swig. I worked at swig, the no, soda shop. That's yeah. actually iconic. And I remember them just being like, what? Like the soda shops. And I was like, yeah, I'm telling you, like someone needs to do a show. Like this is, it's like That's a it's creepy. a different world. So it's it's kind of funny that everyone is starting to catch on. It's so fascinating to the outside world who has never experienced anything like that. Because it's very normal. Yes. When you just grow up here. When you grow up here. Even growing up in Arizona or I would venture to say, you know, Idaho or something where there's yeah. like a large Mormon population. I just feel like that kind of stuff is completely normal. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel weird at all. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, the rest of the population is like, what's happening what with the cream and the soda? It's yeah. so fascinating to people. Yeah. I think it's, it's so fascinating as well. I think the, the other thing that I've been seeing on TikTok is people are fascinated by like the beauty standards of Utah as well, mm-hmm. where it's like, I've even noticed that when I lived here for a little bit, I would go to like Target. The and grocery I would, store, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, everyone is wearing like, they're, you know, a hat, like they're dressed to the nines and yeah. I look like a well, you dump. Can see, you can tell like when a girl's from Utah. Yeah. yeah. They are like always looking like dressed to the nines. Yeah. It's crazy. And there's a certain vibe and style mm-hmm. that's almost like you can't even put your finger on it, but you know it. I when can. You see 10 it. foot long extent, blonde extensions. And eyelash extensions. Yes. Eyelash extensions. Spray tan. Yes. Yeah, spray true. tan. Stanley cup. <laughs> <laughs> we Stanley. do love the Stanley cup. Well, yeah, they're not all bad. No. no. The stereotypes are all bad. No. We partake in the spray tan. Yeah, usually a little <laughs> boob job, you know. True. But it is excessive. Mm-hmm. And I it mean, does seem kind of hard to keep up with from the an outside if you look and like that's what everyone goes to. Like I said, the grocery store, like yeah. Target, that's what they go to, the, you know. That's when you're supposed to look your worst. What do they look like at their do best? You, I'm terrified. Do you feel like you have... I mean, maybe just mixed as everything is. But do you have fond memories of growing up in Utah? Or are you like, yeah, it kind of screwed me up. You just feel both? Honestly, I I was oblivious to all the weird shit. Mm-hmm. I think I had a really great experience growing up here, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but also I'm fit. I fit the mold perfectly. Like I'm white. I'm Mormon. My f- parents were married. Had mm-hmm. like a happy like active family so and it was I was easy for you yeah and I was like Definitely. a good kid you know I was like a goody two-shoes kind of and so for me Utah was a great place to be I mm, think that's I think, a good point yeah I think if you fit the mold it's the happiest place to be but the second you don't it's so comfortable the second you don't you don't fit in anymore and then I think that's where and then that that finally happened to me probably around when I was 18 or 19 which was a lot easier to take because I just didn't really want to be around it anymore but I think if I was 14 or 15, like not fitting in um, or not realizing I wasn't fitting in because I still wasn't fitting in all the way, but I wanted to so bad. Mm-hmm. But 
if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, I realize now looking back how, how just a different, it's literally a different experience growing up here Yeah. than the rest of the world. They call it like the bubble. Yeah. It's literally like you're in a bubble. That's a very good point about just feeling like you're not fitting in. I think that's like kind of, you're hitting it on the nose with why people, you know, people who are either grow up Mormon and leave the church or don't like the vibe or whatever. It's, that is what it is. It's mm-hmm. that they don't feel that they fit into that mold or they're not connecting with it anymore. So yeah. they're like, goodbye. Like, yeah. I don't want to be a part yeah, of this anymore. Totally. I don't want to be around it. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Do you feel like it's gotten better or worse? Way better. You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm genuinely wondering. I just think I that. Spend a lot of time here. Yeah, I think people. I mean, it's just you have to bring up the church because it's just that's Utah. But mm-hmm. I think people within the church are so active in trying to like change the like they're just everyone in the church is trying to make it better. So mm-hmm. I think and then everyone that's I think everyone here is just starting to open up their minds. Non-Mormons are are opening their minds. Mormons are opening up their minds. Because when I was a kid, it was literally like you didn't you knew the one non-Mormon kid. Right. Yeah. And it was very like isolating. And like I wouldn't even my mom got mad at me for saying this on a podcast one time, but I wouldn't even trick or treat at kids houses that weren't Mormon oh that's that's a very relatable thing though I think and it wasn't up. it wasn't something our parents ever told us right it was something the kids like came up with on their own mm, like yeah they're not safe or like we're not gonna yeah well go it's there. not comfortable it's not you yeah. don't know about it it's just like yeah. this doesn't feel like home because this is not what like my house feels like this is not what my house looks like mm-hmm. it's so, so it's true. different and mm-hmm. when you're little different is scary exactly Leif and I were talking about if we ever went to a friend's house that wasn't Mormon growing up and like their dad opened a beer or something we'd be like <gasps> like terrified <laughs> or coffee yeah, oh coffee yeah. like terrified because it's yeah. just so unfamiliar exactly yeah That's it's so, so interesting can we please talk about your house yeah it looks amazing thank you it's I love it we, we want to know all the details what's your what would you say is your kind of vision or interior design inspo for the house it I mean it's a pretty modern house I when I first like when we first started building it I obviously wanted the all white thing. Jackson like has to be different. He's like, I want all black room. And so what like, Enneagram is he? I don't know. We got to figure it out. I was going to say he sounds like a four. Really? Okay. <laughs> and when I took the what, uh, what, is, what was that BuzzFeed? It was like, which indie blue like, character? <laughs> Wait, that's like iconic. I forgot about that. I got Jackson. Jack. I'm an Enneagram four. So, um, yeah. Wait, what's your sign? Um, Aries. You're an Aries. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he wanted the, he wanted the all black kitchen and halfway through the design process, I just started like having an existential crisis about having a white kitchen or a white house Mm -hmm. because I'm not a clean person. Did you guys see the seven drew all over my chair? Yes. Uh, yeah. See, like, wait, Leif showed me that my on Instagram. One, my uh, one piece of white furniture. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, oh my gosh. So I think. I, last minute I was like I I don't know mm. um but so our house is a lot of like brown brown black gray I love it like I when really I saw it. your kitchen I was like this is such a cozy vibe I yeah, love it it's cozy and I think it's really 
it's really big. Like the ceilings are really tall and I kind of, it's kind of like spaced out and I weirdly like how like empty it is. I don't even think, I kind of want to fill it up with really cool staple pieces. Like I have a cool dining black and white like marble dining table coming in oh i'm Um, excited to see that and then like my office i want to do like really crazy wallpaper so i want to just do like fun things everywhere but then in the main areas keep it super simple Mm -hmm. i love that i love the vibe of it i I do feel like with kids it is like especially with a toddler it's like all white now that you're saying that i'm like oh my gosh i know even my coffee table that I have right now, I'm thinking when Kay starts to walk, even crawl. Is it glass? Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, that was hell for me and Jackson. Yeah. We were diving yeah. in front of the table. Literally, yeah. it's terrifying. I'm like, okay, I got to get rid of this mirror. We have an all-white Anything couch. Anything like sharp and mm-hmm. super. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like I also, it's weird because I am always attracted to lighter colors for interior design yeah. stuff or even clothing and recently i'm like i don't know if it's just i've overdone it myself but even in my previous house it was like white 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 light everything and i've been drawn to even like moodier darker stuff sometimes lately and i feel the like i'm like shifts, i don't know if we're just know? yeah i'm like I well don't think about guys think <laughs> about the style like early 2000s it was like tuscany like mm-hmm. the italian the village <laughs> the yes. like dark brown and it's almost like the same same colors now but like a refined do you know what I'm saying? With like a modern it's like the twist. styles always like cycle, and we'll do the white thing again in probably ten years. But yeah. I think like it's, it's run back. its course a little bit. Darker kitchens, like the green kitchens. I feel like mm-hmm. Kendall Jenner's kitchen is so sexy. Oh, it's, it's everything. Her whole house yeah. is beautiful. She's like Love an it. inspo for my house for sure. Yeah, her James it, Terrell. Yes, that's mm-hmm. my dream. I know. I love her house. It's like. Hers is definitely my favorite out of all of the it, it gives like Same. It gives you energy. It's bright, but it also has the color, the coziness yeah. aspect. Yeah, I love it. And then you know what's the best is that I feel like Devin Booker's house is like the like masculine yes. energy. Of, I knew you were going to say that. And yes, <gasps> it's so totally. good too. Wait, did you know I bought this um, Kentucky University or what is this? Kentucky Wildcats sweatshirt today because that's where Devin Booker went to college. I love it. Just so in case he sees me wearing it. You guys got to like, get oh, him on the pod. All right. Oh. I'll wear this and he'll dream. be like, if he was Jenner's Mark probably going to sue me for all the TikToks <laughs> I've made about her. I don't think I have a chance for defamation. <laughs> yes. Well, speaking what of, a great, <laughs> speaking of people coughing you, um, what a great segue. Uh, you know, you've posted a few times about people ripping off your stuff or Megan Fox copying your wedding ring. Are these jokes? Are they real? We know you get crap for saying like, you know, that people are copying it. The reason I'm saying that is because I remember on something you posted, you were like, I know people always say that I, I think everyone's copying me, but, and then you, you know, you laid out some facts. So what's it like being a trendsetter? What's it like? What's it like to be Indie Blue, the trendsetter? Here's the thing about being a trendsetter. It's like, it's, how do I say this without getting cut out of context and put on TikTok? (laughs) Um, I just think like, it's, it's not that, it's not like it's that cool to be a trendsetter. I'm not saying that I'm like some cool thing that like, everyone looks to I just think I have an eye for like you're good at trend I forecasting for, I have an eye for trends I really truly just have since I was a kid I really pioneered the sparkly toms to Oak Canyon Junior High School <laughs> that I, made it all the way to my junior high yeah that was me <laughs> thanks Cindy um, I couldn't afford them but thank you <laughs> I don't know I think it's me being so deep into like pop culture maybe mm-hmm. I've always just been you know chronically online and I think 
it's more of that. It's more that I just like pay attention to trends and stuff. You highlight them. Yeah. And I think um, I do a good job of like putting my, I think I do a good job of putting my own spin on trends. Yeah. Um, but with, with like the ring thing that it was a joke, but, but then it turned into not a joke and I felt like I had to explain myself. <laughs> You're like, wait, it's real now. I mean, I, the reason why, I mean, I just had to say something because they look so similar um wait for then, those who listening who may not know what you're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about give a brief summary of so i have this ring it's a a two-way ma i don't know how to say it but it's just like this little oh just this little ring. thing yeah. no it's, it's this like gorgeous engagement <laughs> ring okay guys she's really down um it. yeah it's it's gorgeous it's also moissanite so love that let's see what let's see if megan can compete with that <laughs> <laughs> i bet yours is more expensive um but no my ring is beautiful jack kind of Again, he has to be so I'm telling you, this is also like more of Jack than me. Same thing with the dark walls. He's like, I want you to have a blue ring or, or a green one. And I'm like, I don't know. And he just was so adamant about me having a colored ring. And I was like, what if? Because well, I just wanted like the plain one because I was like, what if the green doesn't go with my outfit every day? Yeah, <laughs> Valid. Yeah. And, valid and, point. He, and he was like, why not just get both? So we kind of decided to do both and it's not like we invented the style, but I really hadn't looked at that style before we just decided to combine these and he got it custom made. He kind of did the whole thing on his own and it had a, it's a unique ring. I mean, for sure. Or it yes. was. <laughs> it was. Six Tell months Megan. ago. <laughs> but the um, thing is, is. And it ha had a moment on the internet. Yes. Right? It had, it kind of like, my engagement video has, you know, over a million views. My TikToks had over, had a couple million views. Mm -hmm. And then people underestimate Pinterest, right? My, my wedding ring was all over Pinterest, which if you're going to look up wedding ring inspo, exactly. you're probably going to see a picture of my ring from last summer. Like, that's just how SEO works. Yeah. No, and it's true. So when I say Megan Rocks was Megan Fox was inspired by, by my ring, it's a joke, but maybe it's not. It's a joke, <laughs> but what I mean by that is that you know, I I do have an influence and maybe my ring inspired at least my ring at least inspired a boom of this type of this type of ring which yes. could have further inspired hers. I don't know. I, I believe I, it. And I I think you made a good point before when we were talking yeah. where just because someone else, quote unquote, has done it before. Well, at the current moment when you got your ring made, it wasn't trending. Or yeah, trendy. I mean, people say like, well, Emrata did that first. Everyone was everyone commented Emrata did that first. And I was like, well, why wasn't it trending in 2018 yeah. then? Yeah. Then why, then why it, doesn't why everybody take, have it now? Why did it take four years? And then right after it happened to me, mm -hmm. it's now the most it's on everyone's well, also, explore why, page. Why are people mad at you for being a trendsetter? Like, what is the I think people just get mad um, at you. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is it about? Me. Hold on. Let's dive into this. What is it about you that you think people because I do feel like you do get a lot of hate. Sorry. Like you really do. You get, a, you have a definitely a lot of people that like uh, come for you for stuff. It's, what is it's almost like the yin and yang of your followers where it's like you don't just have neutral followers yeah. across the board. It's like you have diehard fans and then totally. diehard you know, haters. <laughs> yeah, diehard haters. I really have like come a long way. Like last year was like the journey for me. I seriously would cry every like every time someone would 
make a TikTok about me or say something. Like, I would just, like, say, what is wrong with me? Like, why why do people, what is it about me? Like, I don't understand, like, why people have such oh, strong, sad. yeah, no, it was so like sad. Like, the knee reaction. I really thought, like, it was some flawed thing in me that just brought something out of people. And I do think that there's something that I bring out of people. I don't think it's flawed. I think, mm-hmm. I think I'm more of just a mirror for people. Um, and a lot of that. people see the good in me. I think what it is, is a lot of people are inspired by me. So people tell me that, you know, instead of, instead of like wanting to be me, they want to be themselves. Like I yes. inspire that. I inspire the them to like, what a great compliment. Do, yeah, no, it's truly the kindest thing someone could say to me. And I realized that on the flip side, that brings out a lot of jealousy in people and maybe not even jealousy, but yeah, like you said, you're a mirror. I'm so. a mirror. So negative things. And I truly, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it sounds like therapy talk. So but you're I, the Internet's twin flame. <laughs> yeah, I'm the ultimate <laughs> Gemini. <laughs> but I think I, I really had to come to terms with that. Like, it's it's not me. It's you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if, if you are triggered by me so deeply and like, yeah, it, it truly has nothing to do with me. And, and I'm, yeah. I'm happy to be at that place. How now. have you gotten there? Oh my gosh. Um, a lot of like, do you have all day (laughs) crying? A lot of therapy, (laughs) truly just therapy, honestly. And I'm trying to think of a good answer because like I, this has seriously been like what I've been working on the last few months, but well, do you feel like right now you're at a point where you just like, don't give an F about what people think about you? Yeah. 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 I'm truly getting there. And I had to lose a lot to get there. I had to lose a lot to where I'm like, I don't care what anyone thinks of me anymore. And I think as a people pleaser, I had to like finally like lose that battle because people are so people do have their preconceived notions about me. You know, you either like me or you don't or like you've heard someone say something about me, whatever. So I kind of anticipate that when I meet people or when I start new friendships or relationships. And I think I'm always overcompensating, trying to like almost like beat them to like, like, or, you know, counteract whatever they might be thinking of me. Like, I'm just trying so hard. Like, I don't want people to think I'm a bitch. I don't want people Mm -hmm. to think I'm full of myself or mean or this or that or whatever. I'll go above and beyond to try to prove them that I'm not. And they'll still think I am. Mm -hmm. I was going to say it's ironic because I even feel like I've had moments like that too, where I'm like, I just don't want them to think that like, yeah, I'm just this stuck up girl or that I am this or that. And then uh, because that's causing anxiety in me, I feel like I'm not even being myself. And then I'm like more disappointed when I leave the interaction. I'm like, I should have just like said the joke I was going to say that I think is funny, you know? Yeah. Because you're in your head, you are being inauthentic. So then people are like, you're inauthentic and you're like, no, 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 I I promise. (laughs) And something that just clicked as you were saying that I feel like uh, like us three can relate to and probably a lot of people that want to be entertainers we were just talking about this earlier like a lot of kids when they're little are like I want to be a Disney star like yeah. I want to be whatever it's like I've always loved performing and being on stage and like being the center of attention <laughs> I mean I feel like we all have <laughs> been like that you know that's why we choose the jobs we choose mm-hmm. but that's also probably the people who want to be entertainers so badly is because they want people to like them they want yeah. people to look at them and they yeah. want people to like you know give them the attention that they think that they want but then that's why it's so hard for those people when they do you know become social media influencers or 
in the public eye in any kind of form or fashion, it's so hard for them when people don't like them. More so than someone yeah. who maybe never wanted to be an entertainer because they don't care about people looking at them. Yeah. So I feel like it's even a harder pill to swallow for people who just wanted this so bad for the sole reason of like, I want people to like me. I want people to look at me. I want people to yeah. pay attention to me. And then they do. And then and they're, they're like, like you're a try hard. You're like, awesome. <laughs> My worst nightmare. I think, yeah, I was stuck in that for a while. Like needing so badly to be liked to be okay mm -hmm. so that was my like big lesson was like having enough self-worth to be like you don't know me so you're not going to tell me about me anymore I really used to just sit and internalize everything everyone would tell me about myself to the point where I didn't even know who I was like mm -hmm. I, I was like who am I because I like rap music because I was trying to impress a boy in ninth grade and I learned all the lyrics to that Snoop Dogg song like that part of my personality is not mm -hmm. even real and this is from this person because she asked me if I liked this movie series and I wanted to be cool and so I told her I liked it and do you get what I'm saying right yes. you like base like your personality off of all these I'm different things I just spent so many years trying to fit into kind of like we're saying about the Mormon thing almost mm -hmm. fit into the expectations that I thought everyone wanted of me and then I realized at the end of the day it wasn't it would never I would never meet them ever mm -hmm. so I might as well be myself and people yeah, and still enjoy think, your life people still think I'm a bitch people still think I'm full of myself and self-centered and I just have to remind myself that they literally don't know me mm -hmm. and so what is it's just it's yeah. really crazy like to see people on the internet be so bold and say she's so this she's so problematic she's so this she's so this and I'm like you don't know me yeah like, you just like I and so it's I just am not I really am not allowing myself to let strangers tell me how I feel about myself. Yeah. I don't definitely. even care if they're telling other people, but I'm not going to take that shit personally anymore. I love that journey for you. Thanks guys. That makes me happy. I'm touched. Definitely. How, I'm how inspired. You <laughs> Same. Honey, 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 honey. Today's episode is sponsored by honey. We all shop online. Chelsea and I specifically are big online shoppers over here. You and, might say we're addicted. You know, you, you see that promo code sometimes and you're just like the, the promo code field. And when you don't have a promo code, it's a real bummer. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. I've said it before, my bed frame that took a long, long time to get here. It's like my favorite piece of furniture I've ever owned. Honey saved me a big portion on that, you guys. Like I was actually shocked at how much money that was saved when I was purchasing my bed. And Honey's also saved me just like a lot of money on purchasing clothes and other stuff like that. I just remember that Honey saved me a ton of money on my TV. So I was Love able to that. get my dream TV. Thank you, honey. Appreciate it. So imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as honey searches for coupons. It can find for that site. And then if honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop it like it's hot. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and you'll be supporting our podcast. I would never recommend something that I don't use. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash what we said. That's joinhoney.com slash what we said. Go check it out. We're going to jump into an ad really quick and we're going to talk about Macy's. You've heard it here a million times and that's because we love Macy's. We're Macy's girls, okay? And Macy's.com has a really cool feature. They have a personal stylist that you can book 
literally to help you pick out a look or an outfit. So if you're daydreaming of your next beach getaway or, you know, maybe you're someone who just sits on the beach, doesn't touch the water. Oops. Not to call anybody out, (laughs) but we love to do both. Okay. So no matter what your speed is, Macy's is bringing you all of the island vibes, the vacation vibes. They have the must haves like tropical print, flowy skirt, and maybe a cutout bathing suit, some sandals. And also it's hard if you don't know how to put an outfit together. Okay. Macy's has got you covered because you don't always know, you know, what to wear to vacation to feel and look your best. They also have a ton of like accessories. They got bucket hats to add that, you know, little oomph to your outfit. Accessorizing is key, ladies. And Macy's gets that you've got enough to plan before your vacay. So their personal stylists will help you put your look together either in store or from the comfort of your own home. Best of all, it's totally free. So head on over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today it's pretty awesome that it's free and it's super easy on the website too you simply click a button it says book now you can choose if you want virtual or in store and then you just give them some info about like what you're shopping for or if it's any special occasion how much time you have for it and all of that so it's pretty great and very streamlined Again, that is macy's.com slash personal stylist. Go check it out if you're going on a vacation soon and you need a tropical vibe curated for you. How do you think your, I mean, you kind of just touched on this, but how do you think your relationship with social media has changed? Like, what what do you feel it is now? Um, It's so interesting. Last summer, I had a real, like, breakdown where... I fully came to terms with like my social media addiction as if it was any other addiction. I was like, oh, like I can't function without constant validation, basically. And so I just started trying to be off of my phone more. And I mean, it's kind of going back to what we were saying. I just realized how like if I wanted to like watch a movie, I had to go on Twitter first to see what everyone was saying about the movie, Mm. you know, or This is so random, but like the Gabby Petito case, do you guys remember that? Mm -hmm. I just remember feeling so weird because it felt like everyone wanted to like be the first to like report on the case, Mm -hmm. you know, I, and I even feel like that sometimes, like if something big in pop culture happens or I want to be like the first one to be like, do you guys hear about this? Little things like that, or even just the realization, like not everyone needs to hear my constant stream of thoughts. 100%. That's (laughs) something I've been realizing lately. You know, even if it's super relevant, even if it's like, I mean, I just, I really last year had to have a lot of (laughs) hard looks at my relationship to social media because it was so, I mean, just truly codependent yeah when Mm -hmm. you say like constant you're like oh I can't function without constant validation are you checking your comments constantly like no not even that it's more of just like robotic right just like 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 I said like I like a numbing almost yeah or like I'm gonna ask Instagram about what I should have for dinner or what I should watch for my next show Mm -hmm. instead of just like myself right it just became it just became so I just so heavily rely reliant on this like feedback loop and I don't know I I feel like it's gotten a lot better because I learned I started deleting it during the week um just the app and I'll have it I have like it on my or I have like the lonely ghost account so I'll post for work um and then I have it on my iPad so like if I need to check something I will but that just so you still do that now or that's like something you yeah, did to kind of Yeah, detox? I still do that now. Okay. And that truly has changed my like anxiety part of 
Instagram. Also, I, I don't think I've, I don't know if I've ever talked about this, but I truly, people will think I'm a pick me girl for this, but I truly haven't had likes in probably two years. Oh, what like do you mean? You other yeah, I can't see. I, I, tr- I mm-hmm. could not tell you how many likes I get. I don't know if it's 30,000 or 100,000. Oh, you can't see your own likes. Yeah, I don't. Oh. I don't ever look. I mean, I could, but I just don't look because yeah. they're just always hidden. Yeah. I really recommend that. Yeah. And th- at first, I, I will say, do that. I will say at first, I was kind of like not on board with the hiding likes thing. You're like, because I have killer engagement. Yeah. <laughs> for, selfish, <laughs> for selfish reasons. I, I used to like really pull 100,000 per mm-hmm. photo and the number side of social media always gave me so much anxiety even now you can't see like it won't show your story numbers mm. it hides yeah, that and that puts, like, even little... that has just like it's just so and and having that be a part of your job where you're like having to look all the time you know that was so stressful for me so when I kind of stopped doing ads I'm like I don't want to be looking at how many people are liking my stuff how many people are watching my stuff because it's really hard to not tie that to your worth yeah yeah, if it goes down, it's like, oh, what did I do? Am I not? Maybe I need to post more of this. And it's just, yeah. I think what you said about, you know, going or wanting to see what show you're watching and being like, oh, I should ask instead of just searching through and seeing what looks yeah. good to you. Like stuff like that is little things like that are so powerful. And I found myself lately, I maybe talked about this on the podcast. Like I would always, I would make a TikTok and then I would show like Lay for Chelsea and be like, is this funny? Like, should I post this? And then recently I've just been like, no, it's funny. I'm going to post yes. it because it's funny. Like yes. I don't need anyone's That's validation. exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I used to do that stuff. Like, should I post this? Should I do this? And now I'm trying exactly like you said, just trying just to trust yourself. Trust myself. And it's been so, it sounds so silly, but it's been empowering to me. And it's funny because sometimes you know, deep down what you want. Yeah, 100% trust your, trust your gut. Like there's even been TikToks where I've thought to ask, I'm like, should I post this? Is it funny enough? And then I'll post it. And I'll get a million views. And I'm like, I knew it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I just posted it you exactly know? do you um let's talk about lonely ghost okay because we're obsessed is that yeah this is lonely ghost is, is that, that new because yeah. i've not seen that we're doing a little collab with jenny's ice cream <gasps> so yeah. cute i love jenny's ice cream i love your soft launches that you do on instagram thank you every time i'm like okay <laughs> that's a very cute sweatshirt <laughs> oh, and i am like I am the one that never gets your launches. Like I literally, I'll be like, okay, set my alarm for nine. And no then way. case of course, we'll start crying at 8.59 to like being breastfed. I'm like, okay, there's the <laughs> child or like grab. And so I'll get on like 9.05 and I'm like, mm, like the, your, what was the yeah. re- recent one? The green one? Yeah. Text me when you get lonely. I need that. I'll send it to you. Are you You guys just soon? gotta text me. I mean, even me. I'm You're like, like, I can't even get that my own merchandise. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Seriously. Okay. Who is like your, who's the coolest person? that you've ever seen like wearing Lonely Ghost that you're like, okay, that is goals or like the coolest kind of- Like a fangirl moment or yeah. something where someone that you follow or okay. something. We're still like, the Olivia Rodrigo thing was cool. Like when she mm-hmm. um, posed in front of our wall. Yes. We were there today. Um. Oh, sick. Mm-hmm. I, we don't get like a lot of celebrities. This one girl, this TikToker, she was like the biggest TikToker in 2020. She actually wore one of our shirts and then she started a makeup line oh, yes. and copied our slogan. Do you yes. guys yeah, we know, like, do you guys know Addison Ray? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of her? I've never heard of her. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that was that's probably the coolest person that's ever worn Lonely Ghost. I forget. Yeah, and then for, sue me. Amazing. No, yeah, kidding. you're like, we're suing you. And then, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for the um, thanks for the shout out. Um, exactly. No, there's got to be someone else. I think the Olivia Rodrigo thing is pretty cool because yeah, she's, she's like she's 
cute popping off i really want northwest in some lonely ghost Ugh, iconic yeah that's the i could totally see that I was putting say, it out there you yes. Jackson, i mean maybe i shouldn't say this because they're literally getting a divorce now but you guys kind of give me kanye and kim vibes where you know he was saying like oh like i want he's kind of inspiring your fashion a little bit where you're like oh, i want all white and he's like because he has to be yeah, so I different want, yeah, yeah i love, it. <laughs> I love that comparison yeah <laughs> i mean but you know in a universe where they last forever yeah, totally <laughs> do you feel like because I mean, maybe you think different. We're like, you're living the life that you've been manifesting. <laughs> but you, I feel like you're the happiest you've ever been. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, It's been rough. Yeah. I'm like, like, absolutely like, not. Absolutely not. She's like, I must be fake. So I'm in a really good place right now. Mm-hmm. But like I was saying earlier, yeah, it's just been, it was a growing year. Mm-hmm. And you obviously, once you get perspective, you can see things so clearly, right? I remember the end of last year, just a really like tough time for me I was rereading my old manifestations from the beginning of 2021 dude do you know our notes because you're li- like you segue into each really yeah the next one's like what's your process on goal setting man? no way yeah so not the- that we have notes written down. <laughs> at the beginning of the year I just wrote down literally just simple like manifestations mm-hmm. um and I wrote down dream house truly not not thinking I'd actually get my dream house. Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of like, I just wanted to, We I wanted to find like our dream house for that time in our lives. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to get that, uh, an actual dream house, I guess. Um, but I wrote everything down and I, everything I wrote down was so, I, I guess it was just such a really big goals, mm-hmm. really big goals, almost like leaving a very big gap between the girl I was when I set them. Yeah. Like almost where you feel embarrassed to even write it down. Like am I one thousand percent. Like I should not even write this. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So a lot of big goals like that. And I think I truly had to be like thrown into the refiner's fire mm-hmm. <laughs> to come out as someone who could like, you know, accomplish accomplish things. something like that. And heading into this next phase I think I'm like starting a lot of my manifestations are starting to like come to fruition yeah and I think I am happier than I've been in forever I've like been on this new wave where I'm like I don't really I don't I try not to like label if I'm happy or not Mm, I just try to like measure joy yeah really about just like moments of joy because it really stresses me out to like if I'm like I'm not happy. Like, no pressure. And then the next day you're yeah, like, why am I not happy anymore? Mm, and that's actually really good. I don't think we're supposed to be like way to look happy all the time. Mm. It's not like a you know it's a temporary state. And so, I think I'm finally like seeing the results of all the healing. You know, it was like so much work, so much work, so much trauma work and mm-hmm. reprogramming and therapy and it just kind of felt like I was never going to see like the light and I'm, I'm good now. So it's really exciting. I love that outlook. Thanks. Like just measuring moments of joy because I do feel like it's when a lot of you pressure. Ex- yeah. And when you accept that life is always going to have hard things instead of being like, okay, now I'm at my peak, like hope I don't fall. Yeah. Then it's like way less stressful, which makes you happier. So you're exactly. like, and realizing that you can be two things at once and you don't have to always pick like your exactly. emotion. It's not like, oh, I have to be happy. And if you have, because I'll even catch myself like having a great day and then I'll have moments that are like, even good. earlier today. I was like, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> like, I'm not right now. I feel super happy. I'm excited to, you know, be yeah. doing this. But earlier today, a few hours ago, I was like, 
I don't know why I'm just in a weird, bad, kind of a bad mood. Yeah. But it's, it's fine. Yeah. If you're just measuring little things as moments and not like labeling the whole day as like the yeah. worst day. And not, you know, putting everything into the big moments. That was, that was kind of my whole thing was finding, I don't know why nail polish was such a big thing. I used to get just like solid colors every time. Mm-hmm. And now every time I'm like, I just go, I don't, I like, I'll get like either a cool design or I will just go and I will like literally pick the one that speaks to me. And if it's sparkles, I'll get it sparkles. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, but I'm like getting my nails done is bringing me so much joy right now. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. And that's just what I'm trying to like, it helps me stay present too, yeah. I think. Do you feel like the joy you feel when you get your nails done, like is kind of the same thing as, you know, the joy of getting your house? Yeah, it is. And that's the thing is it's the same feeling. It's the same feeling. Um, And so I think that, you know, people listening, you especially, you know, after a day we had like where we're talking to influencers and we're in this culture where you're always wanting to you're always comparing yourself. You're always wanting to one up. And it's like, I think if I could have told myself that when I was traveling and always wanting to go somewhere cooler or take a cooler picture or, you know just mm-hmm. keep going I wish I could have just told myself that like the little stuff is just as That's it's fun. the exact same yeah yeah I just love as that. meaningful just because as I meaningful th- yeah. because I think the expectation that the house will bring you more joy than the nails and then the house kind it of sets is you the up same. for disappointment yeah you're like oh this didn't make me happier mm-hmm okay what's the next thing that I need to do to make me happier again like maybe I'll have fleeting moments of adrenaline or like yeah excitement but I love that as far as like manifesting and goal setting and stuff do you feel like you're are you super into that like do you like to set very specific things that you're manifesting for the year for the month like what's your process on that um yeah I'm super into manifestation and there's this podcast called to be magnetic you guys should listen to it they they break down like the science of manifesting Mm. and they make it really like just easy to understand And one of the actions that you're supposed to do is, or one of the steps is aligned action. And so this is like changed my life because I'm scared of everything. And aligned action is just like pretty much facing your fears. And I'm not even kidding you guys. That's why I did this hosting thing today. (laughs) I love that. Because when they asked me to do it, I was like, no, I don't (laughs) want to do that. First reaction. But I also want to speak at keynotes someday. I also would like love to do more things like this. Like I want, you know, like I I have these career aspirations and I just realized I'm like, these are opportunities. These are stepping stones. And I'm just like by me saying no is showing the universe or whatever you want to call it that I'm not worth it. Mm-hmm. Like and so I when I got this email, I was like, oh, I was like, I have to say yes. And I wasn't like I didn't want to do it, but mm-hmm. I was like, OK, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so much like manifestations come in so quick if you face a fear because it's literally you stepping into your worth even me getting on an airplane like when I have flight anxiety is me being like I'm worth this trip I'm worth this flight like and that's it boosts your confidence it's magnetic for sure doing things that scare you it no doubt it puts you into a higher yeah place isn't it you who said that your mom like has the quote of like do it scared yeah and do it scared or something Uh uh-huh I I think my one of my parents, but I've always loved that quote. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. If you're gonna do it, just if you're, I don't remember. Yeah, if you're <laughs> scared, scared, do it. Scared, yeah, do it. exactly. Something if you're like scared that. of something. Um, my sister, maybe she doesn't 
doesn't want me saying this, so might be taking this out. But <laughs> um, she's been doing therapy where you face your fears and like a yeah. little bit of, at a time. And it's like helped her tremendously more than like yeah. talk therapy or anything else, because it just shows you like, OK, I'll be OK. You know, yeah. this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We all know that life can be very overwhelming sometimes and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms of this can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless, or maybe trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. Burnout is no, it's nothing to mess around with. It really can affect your quality of life, which can affect every aspect of your life. And sometimes we think, oh, we can just only be burned out with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out and BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can really help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. I know I get stressed out by a lot of things, so BetterHelp is here to help. It's so nice to be able to talk with someone, you know, in a therapy setting, just get your thoughts out to someone other than, you know, maybe your friends or your family who are biased (laughs) and just be able to really get your thoughts out there and hopefully lower your stress. And like Chelsea said, burnout doesn't only have to be with work. It can be with like family issues or anything that you're going through. So BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and What We Said listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash what we said. That is B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash what we said. You know, happiness doesn't always have to come from within, okay? Sometimes an external accomplishment, taking part in a little playful competition can make you smile. You feel me? So, you know, inner peace is great, but you know what's better? Making it to level 1,000 in Best Fiends. That's what true satisfaction feels like. You know, you can move through these levels pretty quickly on Best Fiends. I made it to level like two or 300 in not that long, okay? And what I love about it is that it's just easy. It's kind of mindless. You don't have to like, you know, be a professional gamer by any means to play this. Great for on the plane, for on the go, on a road trip. If you don't get car sick, you can play the game when you're doing that. It's just a casual mobile puzzle game. Yeah, I've been all about play lately, you know, just having fun, enjoying life. And we should not leave the games just to the kids, okay? The adults need some fun too. And that's what Best Fiends is here for. Just some good wholesome fun exactly once you download best fiends you can play anywhere even without an internet connection which is great if you're stuck without wi-fi like we said on the plane collect tons of fiends that get powered up as you play more levels every win brings new challenges thousands of puzzles to play and new in-game events are added all the time with thousands of levels there's always more to play so go ahead and let enough is never enough be your new mantra okay download best fiends for free from the app store or google play plus earn even more with five dollars worth of in-game rewards when you reach level five and you'll reach level five in like two seconds okay i have faith in you that's friends without the r best fiends go download and start playing today do you believe that or like i don't know even that podcast that you can manifest bad things to happen to you no (laughs) that's not my anxiety (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) no 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 I'm like, just postpartum anxiety over here. (laughs) (laughs) Wondering if I'm manifesting. Um, Oh, I just had another question that you were talking about. Well, we we can move on. But um, I wanted to say this conversation is 
everything everything yeah you're everything we're having a good combo yeah, guys you're, you're like grounding me i feel so calm <laughs> this is like i feel like how energy you, how you make people feel on social media where it's just like oh, a nice warm hug stop thank you um well now i don't even maybe want to get into the next conversation but it's um, okay I, th- I think we can put a positive spin <laughs> yeah. on it we want to talk about friend breakups and, yeah. fr- and friendships and you also like publicize your friendships as well it's like yeah it's like watching a sitcom you know following yeah. reality like, you show. know you you know your friends you know your relationships and people get invested in those mm-hmm. so how do you deal with friendships you know if they go awry if things happen like what is your expectations of friendships um, so on and so forth yeah no that's such a good point it's like when I have a boyfriend and I break up and everyone's like what happened what happened what happened Mm-hmm. They're just as invested in my friends. And that's like the downside of me being so open and sharing that side of my life. I have had a lot of friend breakups in the last few years. And why do you think that is? Like just with age that. or? I mean, there's a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm like, should we unpack? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I like am a very codependent person in friendships. And I've seen that cycle kind of repeat a lot in a lot of my friendships and by codependent you mean like you ask a lot from them or you just want to be with them all the time no codependent and like I'm terrified of them leaving me oh yeah like I will do anything to keep them Mm -hmm. from leaving me right it's almost just like you're gripping too tightly on people you love you're strangling them yeah that's Mm -hmm. a I think that's like a really big issue for me in friendships. Some other times it's just like you grow apart. That one's really that's that's probably just the most painful. And I'm just so I'm so bad with change that it's hard for me to just like Let accept that, that things are different. Mm-hmm. And um, like I, I want things to be like the way they were so bad. And it's so hard for me to accept that they're different. Yeah, I think, too, when you don't have something when a friendship, you know, ends and you have like bitterness or it's like a big blow up, sometimes it's easier because you can blame something. But yeah, like you said, we just kind of outgrow. Mm -hmm. It's like, dang, this is just kind of sad. Like there's nothing to blame. It's just kind of just in like different places Mm -hmm. now. Yeah, I had a pretty gnarly like friendship breakup about a year ago. And yeah, I mean, I told you guys, I told you guys Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. It, it didn't make sense and it still doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. But what I found after probably eight months was like I, I did learn a lot of lessons from this person in that situation. And I guess what I got from that was like every person in our lives is truly like I look at it like an actor. So I literally look at it like before we come here, we decide what we want to do, what we want to accomplish like what our goal is, what the end goal is. And then we essentially create like this cast that's going to help us get there. And so I think beforehand, me and this chick were, this was fully, this was this was part of the script. This was part of the play. Like I think her role was to help me see some things about myself. And I think I also had a very significant role in her, in her life. And I also think timing is very important. Like I had a, I had a fight with a friend right before I got pregnant I it was like we got we it was my roommate we got in a fight we had never been in a fight ever randomly had an argument and I ended up just like flying home and I literally like got pregnant while I was on this trip home oh and I just weirdly I I weirdly think or even my like even the fight with me and Jackson got in with what we said yeah (laughs) no but I think like if I would have what we said (laughs) if I would have never gone in that fight with that girl like literally wouldn't have my child 
Yeah. I think timing is everything. I think as corny as it sounds, everything happens for a reason. And I do believe in people coming back around. You know, sometimes it's just, I mean, Jackson and I went through that same thing. Like we just, it wasn't the right time. And I think maybe because, and being codependent, sometimes having people hurt me to the point where like I have to cut them off or like I have to choose myself in a way. That was kind of, I guess, my lesson. I was so codependent with these people, almost like putting them on a pedestal. Do you feel like you give, give, give and like don't receive the same energy? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, yeah, to an extreme level. Right. Do you and like then, hold resentment against them? I was going to say, and uh-huh. then sometimes it's like self-inflicted. Sometimes I feel 1, like I do that too, where I just like give, give, give. And I'm like trying to like, like you said, like, oh, I just want to make them feel so good or whatever. And then if like, if I don't receive the same energy back, I'm like, cool. But then I'm like, wait, it's not their I'm, fault. I, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm going so crazy about yeah. like doing, I'm like, why am I even do, yeah. doing the most right now? Like I need to chill. And I think I realized that with this situation and it was like, I had to choose myself because it goes back to self-worth. It's like, I was... I didn't value myself enough. And so it was like her valuing me gave me my worth. Yeah. Validation. And when we weren't, when we weren't friends or we had that cutoff, I literally was like, I had no one. The girl that I would cry to, I didn't have. Like I literally had to choose myself. There's this Lord lyric that I love. And she says, so I guess I'll go home into the arms of the girl that I love. Oh, liability. That song wrecks me every time. And she's talking about herself. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's literally what I felt. I was like, I have no one else right now except me. And yeah, it wasn't fair to be like putting, it's not fair to put that on anyone. That level of like, you know, validate me. Yeah, responsibility. Me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely. It's like not their job. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I think I was kind of talking about this on Instagram the other day, on Instagram story. Someone asked me something about friendships and I was saying how I think people sometimes, like you're saying, expect too much out of friendships and they expect one person to be their everything. Yeah. When you don't need one friend to be everything. Totally. It's like you're you're not gonna find the per- like you just that's you wanting to be friends with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you have to know that that person is a different person and that's what you have to appreciate about that friendship yeah. is that they have different things, they have different interests, they live a completely different life than you. No matter how similar or different you think they are, it's like they will serve a purpose in your life and it doesn't have to be every purpose. You know what I mean? It's like they don't always have to be the person, you know, maybe you have a friend who really inspires you to like, you said, be um, a really like hard worker. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have another friend who just makes you feel calm and just makes you feel, you know, warm and cozy, but you have no other like similar interests. You know what I mean? And I feel like sometimes people will be like, well, you do, she's great at this, but you don't do this for me and Mm -hmm. you don't do this for me. And it's like, well, I'm not, you i'm not sure everything for yourself yeah Yeah. that's a good point Mm -hmm. i was listening to a podcast recently and she was saying how like a lot of girls sometimes will let a guy just like treat them horribly but then expect the absolute world from their girlfriends (laughs) that's so true and it's kind of that same concept it's like expecting every friend to be like yeah and i i'm like guilty of this too i feel like i'm because and i've been like peeling back layers of this recently too but because I'm hypercritical of myself like I'll sometimes catch myself being hyper hypercritical of others where I'm like kind of doing that I'm like well she's really good at this but like hmm and then I'm like oh my gosh like that's yeah. so rude and also she doesn't need to be good at that and like I'm not even good at that it's like it's the mirror yes it's yeah. the mirror 100% it's like such a reflection of like yeah where you are at like if I'm in a bad place I'll catch myself being like very judgy and mm-hmm. I'm like ooh. And then I shame myself. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Which is an endless cycle. But yeah. And I feel like if you can even just turn it from shame to like 
self-reflection it's you realize friendships make you better no matter what because anytime you're annoyed anytime you're frustrated anytime you're feeling abandoned anything like that it's like there is I've been saying this on the podcast a lot like I don't know why but there's no other there's only self yeah and so there's something you're lacking yeah it's like okay there's there's something I'm being triggered what is going on with me Mm -hmm. like why am I feeling abandoned why am I feeling like this and then you can appreciate your friendships for making you better and also it's like when you know, people always talk about like, oh, my friend's being toxic right now. Like, what should I do? And it's like, well, they're just a human being. Like, yeah. again, you can't expect your friend to be perfect. And if you're lifelong friends for their entire life, are you yeah. perfect your entire life? Have you ever done anything mean? Have you ever done anything annoying? Have you ever been inconsiderate? Mm-hmm. Like you can if you just hold space for other people, you'll find it's a lot easier to hold space for yourself as well. I think toxic is yeah. thrown around way too loosely mm-hmm. is the problem. Yeah. There is such thing as like toxicity, but yeah. it's like it's. Probably not as common exactly, as people are making exactly. it out to be. It's like, oh, she's my toxic friend. She didn't text me back for two yeah. days. It's like, okay, well, maybe she's not toxic. What she's not? depressed. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe check on her, honestly. Maybe send her flowers. Should we do some like rapid fire, just like fun little yeah. questions? Okay. okay. Yeah. Do you watch reality TV? Oh, yeah. Okay. What's, what are your favorites? Housewives all the way. Survivor. Which, which We're Survivor. Favorites, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. All of us. Are you watching Love. the new season right now? No. We always like okay. wait till the freaking end. So that you can. Yeah. Oh, well, I was going to say we usually wait so we can binge if it like it just came out. Yeah. But we've actually been watching it week to week and it's like. Is it good? Painful. No. Well, it's painful it's because I'm like, I don't want to wait. wait. Yeah, that's why. But yeah, it's great. Like I've mm. never watched a Survivor season and been like, that was horrible. Like even if some are better than others, they're all just so good. They're all good. Obsessed. That's Sorry, all I watch. Guys, are you you're are you in Housewives? I can for everyone. Well, I I um watched a few seasons of Beverly Hills and I really liked it. I'm just like I don't know what it is about. Something about me is I can't like I've been watching. Have you ever watched Desperate Housewives? No, really. Okay, I will. I okay, will though immediately because like, I've you seen to. you post about it. It's not reality, but it's, yeah, 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 yeah. I need a good show. No, you will love. Like it is the best show, but even that, it's like. I will watch a season and then I'll wait six months and then I'll watch the next season. Like, mm. I don't know what it is about me. I can't just consecutively binge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, I've watched a few Beverly Hills. I like when I watch it. I always am so entertained, but I just don't watch it regularly. I'm half, I feel like, knowledgeable about Housewives. Like, I'll watch a season here, but it'll be a random season. The thing about places. Housewives is it's very much like a staple in like pop culture history, mm. in American history even. Yeah. Like, it's, th- it's like original reality TV. And it's so freaking funny. There's nothing like it. It's Which so one's iconic. your favorite? Which city? Probably New York. Like New York is. That's what everybody it's, says. It's Have really. It? It's really. No, I haven't just watched it yet. Wild. Wait, who who is on New York? Because maybe I actually have. Um, like who are the who are the OGs? You'd probably recognize like Bethany Frankel. She's or, been on oh, TikTok yeah, yeah. a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Countess Luann. Yeah. Who else? Sonia, Ramona. It's just great. Is it worth it to go back to old, old seasons? And yeah, start from the beginning? absolutely. Do you okay. need context? Like you need to do that or just? No, I don't okay. think you need context. I mean, but they do. It's worth it. I feel like half Jackson, the shows my was... boy, my fiance, he's, I'm like, Shh, I'm getting killed tonight. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> what we said, Ed, what we said is my boyfriend. Shit. What we said gets canceled for breaking Has started another fight. He is obsessed with housewives, like obsessed. He's truly a super fan. Love that. So Nick and Leif. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them. Oh, seriously. I know that Leif would eat that eat that up. Even no, if he pretends Nick like he wouldn't. Loves it. He always has his opinions too. He'll like walk in the room yeah. and be like, that girl's a bitch. He's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> He's like, is that the same girl? I'm like, no, they look sa- the same, but <laughs> it's not her. Same. Yeah. yeah. I swear. Okay, now the rapid fire question. What are your favorite podcasts right now? You don't have to say what we said. Don't worry. We said, yeah. Um, so that that manifestation podcast that I plugged, mm-hmm. I'm like obsessed with really into like celebrity gossip podcasts lately 
like we love a little mind numbing podcast <laughs> right i love it yeah um celebrity memoir book club have you guys seen them on tiktok yeah mm-hmm. i want to i really want good to love um, them start listening yeah because i've seen them on tiktok what's a book that changed your life the surrender project by michael singer okay i really think everyone should read that book is it a, a self-help book or is it it's uh, a, it's um it's a self-help book but it's a story about this guy's life have you guys heard of the untethered soul yes so he wrote that book and that's a really good book as well i think that's like if i was to like if if you want to get into meditation and mindfulness like i would read that book it's such a good intro but the surrender project is about his life it's like his life story and it's truly life-changing mm. yeah. okay i'm gonna have to read i will it. trust you with my life and yeah. i will be reading trust me on this i'll be riding on the yeah. plane ride home how many tattoos do you have Ooh, i like that question I feel like we're like Travis She's and like, Kylie. But I will not answer it. Um, I want to say probably like, I might have seven. I might have seven <gasps> tattoos. You can't get any more. I know. Well, keep it, keep it lucky. Let's have another kid. And which then. which one <laughs> yeah. is your favorite? Um, honestly, probably my seven. I have a on your neck. It's on the yeah. I'm yeah. like it's on the other side. Girl. I have a neck tattoo that says seven. Jacks. Doesn't yeah. Doesn't yeah. We have matching one. ones. It's so cute. Truly iconic. Like that is a. I love it. Thank you. I was like staring at it yeah. while you were speaking. I love like when I wear a ponytail and I can see it. Do you want so more cute. tattoos? Like, do you want to be a tattooed girly? Yeah, I really like them. And I haven't, I'll go through phases. I like tattoos because they're like, you know, it's, it's like a little memory it's of different. your life. Yeah. Like you get every, every tattoo I have just reminds me of such a different part of my life. And so I, I haven't been in a tattoo phase for a while. Like it's probably been like, honestly, it's probably been like two years. Wait, is that the last one you've gotten? Yeah. Okay. I think. What was the first one you got? This one. This is blue. Oh. But yeah, I think I'm like, I might, I might want another one soon. Mm-hmm. You space in them a out. new phase of life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Just do it when it feels right. Yeah. Maybe we can all get our... I for a second I'm like wait do you have any tattoos? <laughs> oh, you're you're looking to get a tat? So maybe we can all get one together. <gasps> Tiny Stephanie, you, oh. if you're listening to this, just if I get a tattoo, like I'm so, which this is probably I'm probably a pick me for saying this as well. But it's like I'm so scared that I will just like regret. Like yeah. I, I feel like it would have to be tiny. Also, Tiny tattoos. I always think that I would not like it with my skin tone. You should get a red tattoo. Hmm. I don't know why. But JC, I feel- you're bringing pale girl back though. Mm-hmm. Pale girl summer, and Thank I'm you. all on board. Because oh. I'm so freaking sick of doing self-tanner. Yeah. Dude, I'm like trying to make it cool, but it's so painful. Like, no, you can't. I've been doing no self-tanner on my legs and they are actual ghosts. I, I have like, to. Lonely ghost. Yeah. <sighs> and it's so, like, it's triggering. When no. I put on shorts, I'm like, <sighs> I don't know, but I am trying to bring the pale look back, but I still love self-tanner. Might be doing a long, long-term <laughs> self, uh, self-tan partnership here soon. So <laughs> we got to keep it up. Yeah, we got to cut Shit. this. No, but I always think that a tattoo, because I'm super pale, I don't, like like I was saying, I don't usually wear super dark colors. I'm starting to now, but I've always been more adverse to it because I feel like it makes me look more pale. So I'm scared mm-hmm. if I got like a black tattoo, I'd be like, oh, it looks so dark and dark. and yeah. it's so contrasted or something. I don't I know. Can it's like see a fear that. Line. And you I also feel get, like I would. Not... You can get really thin lines though. Yeah, really thin and tiny. Okay, I'll think about it. What are you guys doing after the pod? Head <laughs> down the, the street. street First tattoo, social icon. <laughs> social icon the conference, logo. 2022. <laughs> oh my gosh wait can i hear your thoughts on tiktok like are you a fan yeah do you do you feel like it gives you good feelings when you're on there or do you leave and you're like i shouldn't have been on there like, no i like tiktok um well i hate 
I hate that I get banned for literally doing okay. everything. Like, so do I. If I show one shoulder, I, I'm done. I'm I don't get it. Like Tristan, I literally posted a video of him putting like a chip on Kate's head. And it was like, remove for harassment and bullying. I'm like, I'm so over this. Someone told so me over that, it. No, I'm not going to say it. I'll, say, I'll tell you. I can't say it on here, actually. Because it will affirm someone to, yeah, some of yeah. your haters to do it to saying. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate that. But no, TikTok is, TikTok's great. I think um, people are like ruthless on TikTok. So I like definitely have like, like I won't, I will not read comments about myself. Like if I come across someone like that made a TikTok about me, I won't read it. I will scroll past yeah. it. Immediately. Like, I, the yeah. algorithm's like, oh, it mentioned you. You want to see yeah. it? No, no, no. You're Please. Like, no. Yeah. So I, I have like, I literally have to have strict boundaries with myself because what is your f- people um, are crazy. What but... does your for you page look like? Give um, us a look into your for you page. Good question. What's what's like going on right like, now? Like, is it like just dog videos? Is it? No, I mean, I feel like, you know, Utah soda shop. Yeah, I, I I feel like we probably all have similar for you pages. I don't know. I was just telling JC, mine's real dark right now. I'm oh. literally going through like a cleanse. I'm like, what happened? I don't know where I went I'm wrong. Like, why are you interacting? Like it, a- if you see something tragic, does it like, like, have you interacted with a few? It like reads my mind. It knows it triggers me. No, no, no. Like, I, yeah. No, I'm saying because sometimes I've found like I will, you know, because the more you spend time on yeah. something, they're like, oh, It'll you want similar more. to that. Oh. So sometimes if something's like my someone died and it tells this whole story and you like watch the whole yes. thing, then it starts giving you more like death. Mm. Okay. Because <laughs> it has been giving me like dark, that, true honestly, crime. Yes. And that and like just motherhood things where it's like, oh, my child has this rare oh, thing. Nope. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I didn't that. even know that existed. And now hate I feel that. it. And then I'll go. I'll look at the comments for forever to be like, is this possible for my child? Like, yes. and it freaks oh, me out. Oh, so you're interacting why. with it for so long. They're like, you love motherhood trauma. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, thank you for figuring that out. Who are your favorite people to follow on like TikTok or social media? Like, do you have any people right now that you're obsessed with? Um, yeah, but let me think for a second. I don't know why I can't like. I, honestly, I'm sorry it, we it, asked you this. Yeah, no, I can no. never <laughs> think of the answer either. It's like when someone asks you your favorite song, you're like, I've never heard a song because it's a good <laughs> question. Music? It's and I like like I have people I want to say. Also, don't mind like the like this is the worst <laughs> spot to record a podcast. Don't mind the drag race going on. Well, okay, back to what we were talking about about what I don't like about TikTok. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just think it, like it's such, you know, in a, so- a social experiment type of way, so mind blowing when people will, you know, choose someone random to like raise to the top and then they're like drag them to down. hell. Yeah. And I think like Maya Knight is Wait, starting is to get like she's starting right to now? like have her downfall Why? not her <sighs> downfall but sh- she's getting that this protect the, like, her at all the costs. inevitable loop of like nope you're too famous nope you're too like mm. it is inevitable because it's like they they love you they love you they love you you're relatable to them and then the moment they feel like you become you're not really unrelatable they're like yeah. canceled Okay, we would be absolutely remiss if we did not ask you about the wedding, the royal wedding, the royal wedding the of day. our generation. Um, what are you prioritizing for the wedding? So my dress was the number one priority. It's I I've been manifesting this forever. Like I I would always say that I didn't want to get married until I could afford to just do it on my own, because I knew like my parents or my husband's parents or my husband or whoever was involved would never <laughs> they would never amount to anything entertain my ideas um and so I knew it was gonna take a lot and so I just 
I think that's what I'm most excited for was that I got the dress. the cultural hall? <laughs> yeah, the Relief Society. Honestly, room. you could make that work. I could. Honestly, could be chic. <laughs> yeah. Could, could be. be, you know, we talked about trendsetting like challenge. the basketball hoop. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Have you seen that meme of the basketball hoop with like, shan- it's like crystals around it, Get chandeliers? <laughs> I can't. So um, what are what are the maximum details you can give us about the wedding? Like, So the theme is Met Gala. Um, I just want looks. Like I want, I want to give my fr- friends and family something to dress up for. Like I was saying, when do us normal people get to go to the Met Ball yeah. or like dress up like that? So we never, true. we never will. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to get, I got to like create the night. So I like, I want everyone, like everyone has to like get their outfit approved by me. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to. Like dress code, right? Yeah, there'll, there'll be a full dress code. And my dress is very much on theme. It's very dramatic. I cannot. I, yeah, you guys like, are gonna love it. I cannot wait to see the photos. Have you said when or will you say when? Um, I are don't you just know. kind of like or yeah, we still haven't we still out. haven't picked like when or where, um, which are like literally the most important part. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> so, but I I don't know. Probably in the, the fall. who is the most important part. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Actually, like, eh. actually you, the dress. <laughs> do you have an outfit outfit picked out for seven? <gasps> oh, you guys. Well, so Jack. Jack is all in the, his cowboy era. And here's the we thing. Love that. Here's the thing. We had a like we had a long talk because he like he wants to wear a cowboy hat. He wants to wear boots. And I'm like, babe, I love you and I want you to be your most authentic self at our wedding. But is this your authentic self? Or is this a phase? And he reassured me that it's not. This is him. This is me. And so for that, I do want him to like dress as himself. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to let him dress like a little cowboy. But I'm so freaking proud of him. Yesterday, he was like, he's, he's not into like designer things. He, he always makes fun of my designer stuff. He's like, Indy, like I found something for the wedding that you'll like. And it's a Prada bolo tie. <laughs> <gasps> Ooh. That is love. <laughs> Wait, do you guys watch Yellowstone? No, but everyone tells us to. He would love Yeah, everyone tells us to. We're going to start watching it. So he's going to wear a Prada bolo tie. And I'm like, well, maybe we should do little matching Prada for Sev. <gasps> that would be oh, so cute. You know, you know, what's the worst part of having like a very supportive partner who like truly just supports you, you being your authentic self is then when they start doing things like like <laughs> we'll be like to, wanting like, to surf every day. I'm like, really? Like every day he's like, JC, you made me this way. Like you always say, go after what you want. I'm like, <laughs> really? Okay, every facts. day? <laughs> like, you yeah. did not lie. Yeah. Um, do you have like a bachelorette party planned? Yeah. Anything like that? So we're going to France next month. I can't. And oh my gosh. I'm I'm honestly like a little more excited for this right now. <laughs> like this is better than the one. Well, I so. wanted I really wanted to do like a wedding in France or mm-hmm. Italy. That was kind of always my dream. And then with the pandemic and honestly, Jack's just not even like he he's not even like a traveler. He mm-hmm. just I kind of and so then I decided to make like my bachelorette party my like mini france wedding so we're just we're staying at like a little country house oh it's gonna be amazing i can't wait to see just photos and videos of that trip it's gonna be i'm gonna i'm just going all out it's once in a lifetime 100 percent. and you will be serving looks and we Mm -hmm. we (laughs) we're here for respect that thank you do you guys have are you going on a honeymoon i don't i don't know Mm -hmm. where like we haven't we haven't talked about it Mm -hmm. have you guys traveled like no, out of the country so together. Weird, you guys. Like I'm, I'm trying to tell Jack. Like, is he just a homebody? He's such a homebody, mm-hmm. and especially now that we're in our new house, he never wants to leave. Yeah. But I was, I went to South Africa a few years ago, and I weirdly was like, I want to come here on my honeymoon. Did you go to Cape Town? 
No, okay. I want to. Cape Town's really amazing. I, I loved go. it. But I was, that was one of the, like the trip was so fun, but it was just, I look back at my younger self. I went for two days, flew across <laughs> the world. I'm like, okay. I, I mean, I didn't, my mom works for the airlines. The world. <laughs> my mom works for the airlines. So I didn't, it was very cheap. But I remember on the flight home, I was like, that was the first time I had ever gotten so antsy on a flight where I was like, oh my gosh. How long was it? It was multiple. It was like two. I want to say one of the flights was like 10 hours and one of them was like 14. (gasps) So like the second flight I got on, like I fell asleep for a while and I woke up and it was like 11 hours left. And I was like, I don't, I can't do this. Like I almost was starting to panic. Yeah. And then I you was trapped. Just, yeah. Anyway, Yikes. that was, but I Ooh. loved Cape Town. That was the point. I of don't know. Somewhere that. random. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Okay. This is our, our closing question. Okay. What is your favorite thing about yourself? That's a good question. Um, I, I really like the way I see the world. I'd say just like my mind. Mm. Just, I, I think I have like a romantic filter on just always. And I, yeah, people say I romanticize my life, but it's a real thing. It's like I just, it kind of never turns off. Do you feel like you romanticized your life in a way, like your happy and sad moments to kind of make, do you just feel like yeah. you're living in your own movie type of thing? Yeah. Yeah, and I think maybe maybe romanticizing isn't the best, always the best word to use when referring to sad things, but looking at them in a different light, seeing them, like I was talking about the friendship breakups. I lo- I appreciate that about myself that I can, look at something and be like okay what did this girl teach me Mm -hmm. what did I learn from this yeah and kind of like what you're saying where it's almost already predetermined or it's like yeah oh this is just a part of my movie like yeah you know there's trials and there's breakups and there's friends stuff like that all that happens in a good movie Mm -hmm. so that's just life yeah I love that and I feel like you've been an example of that since you were in high school for sure yeah I mean I've followed you for you. you know since then and it's like you've always yeah, I definitely see that in you. Thank I love you, that. Guys. Yeah, you have to feel all the feelings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to feel sad to feel happy. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that um, you want to plug, that you want to talk about, that you want people to go see? Yeah, tell um, us of any upcoming things. We do, or- we do have um, a really fun launch coming up soon. Our Connect collection this month. Um, lots of fun things coming this summer. Just follow us at Lonely Ghost on Instagram and TikTok, I think. And I'm Indie Blue. We love that. Mike, drop. You're welcome back anytime, by the way. (laughs) We love you guys. Love you. Yeah, whenever you're ready for another breakup or another (laughs) fight. Yeah, another fight. A child. We got you. We wanted to be on Jackson's good side, but appears we're not. (laughs) Just kidding. I love you, Jack. We are in the most beautiful relationship. We never fight. Good. Yeah, he's behind her right now. Just. (laughs) Oh, wait, we didn't do our outro. No, I know. I was, I was oh, I'm really, I'm really standing up. Okay. <laughs> we love you guys. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye.